to the Beats with Kelly Kennedy and from our heart to yours today, I have a very special guest from Switzerland from the Paracelsus Clinic, the medical director, Dr. Frank Klaus, who I'm going to let him tell you a little bit about his background because it's important to understand where he comes from. He is a double board certified medical doctor and dentist working primarily only exclusively is what I mean to say in the biological medicine field. And Dr. Plaus has a lot of information. We're going to try to squeeze it into 40 minutes. I have a feeling this isn't going to be our only interview. And uh, really, I am so honored and privileged to be able to share Dr. Frank Plaus with the world today because he's an incredible speaker, teacher, and primarily medical doctor and dentist. So without further ado, Dr. Frank Plaus, thank you so much for spending your time with us today. Thank you, Kelly. And I'm very much enjoying the time with you. And we tried to be together for so many times already. So we had so many appointments we needed to cancel. And we're up to that for two years now. And I'm so thrilled to have the chance talking to you now um, as the new medical director at Paracelsus Clinic in Switzerland, Lufthmühle. And um, yeah, you mentioned it. Um, I'm uh, far away from what you're saying here, the highlight of biological medicine, but I'm trying my best um, putting those two disciplines together as a dentist and a medical internist. So um, from that aspect, it's very important because the two disciplines cannot be separated and um, dentistry or dental issues are part of the whole body, even teeth and gums and salivary glands. The saliva itself contains so many hormones, neurotransmitters that can affect other organs um, in the orchestra of regulatory systems. So to neglect this part of our human beings would be foolish to do so. Um, that's why I actually think everyone needs to combine the dentistry and the medical um, disciplines to really make an effort for people that are chronically ill or have conditions that are chronically um, conditioned or rooted. So for my background, as you said, to refer to this, sure, um, I went to dental and medical school, did my oral maxillofacial surgery, um, specialization later on, went on as a general practitioner, plus an oral surgeon, and now I'm combining all of those um, disciplines at the clinic, and it's really fun to do so because you can really explore all the aspects in, in, that, in these fields just in one patient because you can read the history of the patient just by looking into his mouth, seeing the um, dental surgery that has been done or the filling materials that have been used, having um, insight on his prosthesis and missing teeth, root canal filled teeth, and um, that already tells you much about his meridians or his um, capacities and uh, weaknesses. So um, it is really fun to be able to combine those disciplines and help people with their ailments. So what Dr. Pauls has just explained is the entire paradigm of biological medicine, which I totally appreciate because most of the people listening to this, this is perhaps a new concept for you if you're either watching or listening to this. And what he just explained is such a broad approach to health. It's a very different approach than we have particularly here in the United States. And 
one of the things that Dr. Paulson and I were talking about prior to starting this was his background, how he studied and how different the studying is in German, in German speaking parts of Europe versus in the States where you go to one school and then you go to your specialty school, then you start practice. And so we, I want to dive deep into what you said, the wording of orchestra of regulatory system. It was beautiful wording. I want to dive into that. But before we do, back up a little bit, if you would, and explain a little bit. So you started off as a dental student and Max Larry, oral surgeon, and you were also a general practitioner internist medical doctor, correct? I mean, you have amazing English. I just want to verify that for people that they heard that right. So he has a concept of understanding the physical body, the medical aspects of the body, and also the mouth because they're completely connected. So how did you get on that path, Dr. Paus? How did you, how did that come to be? I mean, most people either go, I'm gonna be a dentist or I'm gonna be a doctor. <laughs> if they're in that choice, they don't decide to be both. How did that happen for you? Well, it's an obligation to become an oromaxillofacial surgeon to go to medical school as well in many European countries. And I choose to be part of the um, German-speaking communities. And so it was no other choice than that. And on that flow of life, in that pulsating um, phenomenon of um, education, I simply decided, well, if I, do, if I have to do it anyhow, why not combining both and seeing where the life force drives you to? Because all of our existence is about life force. And this is what biological medicine also does. It digs into our life forces, reorganizes, restructures them, and makes them rejuvenate or makes them reorganizing themselves by our inner healing forces. And that's what you can see and find out about if you're doing surgery, for example. There's so much damage done manually by someone who works on that body in the operation theater, but later on you see the capacity of the living species is really able to do so much healing by himself or by itself or the whole uh, regulatory system that are working together because they're interdependent systems. And that's what you find out if you work on all these disciplines. It's not something you choose, it's something you grow into. And certainly the um, privilege of being able to go to a, or go through a um, German speaking education that gives you all the insights of the um, natural European um, treatments and thinking so that you can choose from. And that's the whole facets of the education we enjoy in, in the German speaking countries like Austria, Switzerland, and Germany. So, and most of the homeopathic uh, remedies or studies or, um, yeah. The cases for the homeopathy. Yeah, um, or um, the, 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 the intellectual part behind it is something coming from the German world. So, so the paradigm of it all, the like concept of it all, the paradigm, the homeopathy, all that comes from German, from the German world. German speaking areas, you know, Paracelsus, for example, he um, was born in Germany, but worked a lot in Switzerland. So during these times, someone really traveled around and got all the cultural influences from certain areas. And um, even without knowing this, 
I did almost the same. You know, I came from Germany into Switzerland, uh, changed into Sweden, back to Switzerland again. And um, you really um, find your inner peace and freedom by getting to know this interchange of cultures, that different thinking of traditional um, medical approaches. So you can really combine and you can really integrate um, all those thinking and all those um, visions on how a body needs to be treated. Because that's really what a European biological medicine approach, bioregulatory approach, we call it really, is it's interdisciplinary. So you're taking in mind, body, spirit, homeopathy, acupuncture theory, chiropractic theory, medical physiology, uh, anatomy, you're taking every aspect of cultural ancient wisdom and essentially applying it to that one individual for what they particularly need and how, as you say, their orchestra of um, regulatory systems might be off. What's that? Yeah, regulatory systems. I was just trying to yeah. help you. <laughs> the, the orchestra of the regulatory systems is off and then your, our job as practitioners is to get them to align, to let that inner physician to come out and let that do the healing. Because yes, you can go to an oral surgeon and have oral surgery done, but how that heals is done by the body is what you're saying. Like you need a skill set from a practitioner at times, but oftentimes it's the healing of the body that does the majority of the work. Right, right. You know, it's not the cast of a broken arm that heals. It's usually the, the procedure, the biological, natural procedure of ossification that finally, you know, puts the bones back together. So, and this... Ossification is building a bone, is what that means for those of that don't know. Ossification yeah. means building a bone. So it's yeah. the rebuilding of the bone once it's broken that causes the healing. It's not the cast. The calf allows the bone to heal because it's not in constant motion or not constant moving. The calf just allows the bone to have the time to rebuild. And that bone is dependent upon building about what we're putting in our mouths, correct? What we're experiencing, what we're in, like what, what affects the, the autonomic nervous system, if you will, the innate intelligence. What affects that, Dr. Klaus? Yeah, this is our surrounding, our environment, what we eat, what we feel, what we are exposed to, what we enjoy, what we dislike. Um, I mean, I can give you many physiological um, examples about how our body really works and interacts. If you find, or if you look at the tear production, for example, it can be very different and in various stages, you can find different contents within the teardrop. So mm -hmm. chemically or biochemically even. So if you cut an onion, this will create, for example, reflectory tears, which are totally different from those tears. We cry because of sadness and grief, which is a totally natural way of doing, but there is other parts of our body um, involved. So there's the brain of the um, limbic system that needs to create this emotion and then through neurotransmitters and hormones, this tear has a different content that's cried because of grief or sadness than the ones that are cried because of cutting an onion and are reflectory ones, but they have both the purpose of, you know, cleaning our aura or cleaning our eyes or ourselves and the, the tears that are cried by grief are more or less even 
containing endorphins to lift up our mood and to change our uh, perspective on life and think differently. So that, that's, that's mind blowing. I mean, I think I had actually heard you speak about that once before, and I honestly had forgotten about that. And my mind is literally like, I, I've known this work for now 16 years, and still my mind gets blown on a daily basis. I mean, think about that. That's how amazing our body is. It creates different tiers based upon different input from the environment or internally. And then that is a corrective mechanism. It's a self-correcting correcting mechanism. So if it's for onions, which happens to me all the time when I cut onion, my eyes leak and you know it's just watering to clean the eyes to get that, that burning out from the, the fumes from the onions. But what he's saying, which is blowing my mind again, that when we cry from tears of grief, there's endorphins in the tears that are purposeful to allow the body to raise its emotion. That's incredible. Yeah. The body has such an incredible wisdom in it that we could never replicate. I, I mean, I feel like it's not replicatable. What this amazing machine, and it's not just a machine, it's a machine and energetic body that we that we're housing here in this machine that has so much going on biochemically and physiologically that as, as a professional to look at that wisdom, I don't know how anybody does standard medicine, to be honest with you. I, I, they must be beyond frustrated because I feel like, you, like you've had a long day. You've seen clients all day since six o'clock in the morning and it's now, you know, what time is it there for you now? It's six, he's worked 12 hours and he's still getting on right now with us. To, to expand this wisdom. Can you give me, like, what is it that is your best part of biological medicine, of, you know, in, in speaking about what I'm saying in regards to the gift that it really is? Yeah, the privilege is seeing people healing with very natural methods without side effects and seeing a more grieved and sad person coming out of the clinic within several weeks of staying with us changing his mind, his attitude towards life, towards bioregulation, towards his own personality. This is the most happiest moment for me. And it makes me continuing working 12 hours a day without needing a break or without even spending any thought about when will this be over, you know, that I can relax myself because it's such a giving um, gift to show people and share the knowledge we have that healing can happen in an individualized way just by applying simple methods that are known for ages and we can really rely on that one or another blockage will really fall down and the regulatory system will set in and it's usually unexpected where this is going to happen on the emotion part on the stomach part, on the digestive part, on a muscle strength, on a physiological strength um, um, level. So um, this is always what we love, the miracle of life, the pulsating or the, um, the repulsating re of life in a patient that's happening. Um, that's always um, amazing for me to see that happening. And even if it's only happening in a small amount, at least some patients that might not be so much committed firsthand 
they find that there is other perspective on life also existing. And those that try to um, go further, deeper, that dare even to interfere with their subconsciousness um, that is existing and they might have um, put in away for such a long time or thought they had dealt with in many traumatic sessions with a psychiatrist, even there, there's sometimes even um, a more profound way of accessing um, the, the willingness of radical forgiveness, for example. That's something very important uh, we teach our patients here and they learn and even with the interference of doctors by on a daily basis, we learn from each other and have a mutual feeling of how the patient's body can grow out of this miserable situation they had been stuck in for such a long time most often because those patients that dare to travel so long hours usually suffer from a chronic condition um, having experienced a long pathway of undiagnosable diagnosis in themselves and experiencing um, a rebound every time and on. So that's something we really um, enjoy at the clinic as a family. You know, there's no difference between the therapist, the nurses, the nutritionist, the, uh, the people from making this electronic equipment possible and the doctors. We are really a family that puts in their talents to a whole. And that's so much enjoyable at Paracelsus Clinic um, that I had missed for long term, but now I'm back and I'm happy to um, lead this clinic into a new generation since Dr. Rao has now um, resigned from his job and is going to retire with the age of 17. This is uh, well earned, I would say. So now all the responsibility uh, lies on our shoulders the young generation, you and I, to spread the word and to put biological medicine into a new dimension. We call it biological medicine 2.0, which we are working on. And um, hopefully many people listen, many people get interested in what we're doing. And maybe I don't find the right vocabulary as not being a native speaker, but it's a very interesting field that should take anyone's attention at least for a while so that you give a chance to yourself and to biological medicine to heal even you who might be suffering from a chronic condition uh, because there's so much else to see beyond our own plates or beyond that black box we are um, exploring and considering as the normal ordinary world or allopathic medicine or however you want to put it you know not by putting it into a competition, but by working together and finding out about the miracles we all possess inside and we all have to just um, flourish and prosper or make it prospering for us by very simple means and by very logic, biological ways of um, treating each other or even oneself. I don't have much, I mean, not often do I become speechless. I'm like, <laughs> because 
what you're saying, I know that there's so many people listening to this right now that feel a very big sense of relief because I know the clients that we have tended to get for the last 15 years that end up at our center that are like, you know, I've been everywhere. I've tried everything. Nobody can figure out what's going on for me. And they're looking for a different approach. And that's what the parasolsis and what Dr. Rao has always in biological 1.0 has always taught us. If you want a different approach, you got to think differently. And what you've done at the clinic in creating this beautiful team, it sounds like exactly what the regulatory system does. Like the liver's not more important than the kidneys and the kidneys aren't more important than the heart and the heart's not more important than the nervous system. And the nervous system isn't more important than the lymph and the lymph isn't more important than, it's all one working unit than emotions. And, if, and you need to flow with that and find that flow within each person. And the, the clinic or like yours, which it, has one of the few clinics in the world that combines the medical and the dental, as well as all the other different practitioners from emotional work and testing it in these regulatory ways, looking at more sensitive testing than just blood work, looking at how we can together get this energy to go back and flow. The meridian system that you gently spoke of earlier, the chakras. Can you explain in your terms, Dr. Plaus, what regulation means, but what this regulatory system, I mean, I've asked this probably of everybody that I've interviewed from Europe, but I would love, and a few from America that actually know what it is, but I would love in your terms to get everybody to understand the autonomic nervous system. Yeah, it's about balancing, balancing our energies, balancing the life flow we have in each other and the, the, um, the homeostasis between those bioregulatory systems, that there is a harmony, which we all long for also emotionally. We all want to be loved. And so does any of our regulatory system wants to be heard and being part of something big. And that's the body and nothing in us wants to harm us. And this is what bioregulatory systems do. They listen to each other. They ask each other questions. They are intermittently mixing and mingling with each other and seeing, okay, if there's a weakness here, we have to strengthen this part. And if there's too much strength out here, why not putting the energy through the meridian somewhere else? So as you said, there is no liver as important as the kidneys. There is no kidneys as important as the heart. There is no, um, hard more important than the emotions or the variability of the heart to get back to this because the variability of all those interacting mechanisms and orchestra of life forces this is important to to mention and to underline that without these interacting systems no life would be possible and we are the miracle existence of such an homeostatic, always listening and caring and loving um, interference of systems. And um, not to say our soul, our um, emotions that radiate to others because we, we need to be in resonance with nature, with other people, with ourselves, with our soul, with our systems. And so do our organs. Otherwise, they cut themselves out, they get isolated. And we see in our today's society how much isolation can harm, how underprivileged people can fall out of the network 
And if this happens to an organ or to a part of ourselves, we get sick, we get um, emotional sadness, we get aggressive maybe, we are storing and accumulating aggressiveness in our liver. The liver is overloaded, is stressed because we have such a high paced living, which we don't want to let go because we think um, we need to be faster, running higher or jumping higher or being more successful, accumulating more wealth. But this is not what the life or biological existence is about. You know, we need to be here for a purpose. And so are our inner organs orchestrating our existence, orchestrating our pulsating activity. You know, even in Chinese medicine, you can already read if the pulse is like doing like a woodpecker in some wood, this person is going to die. Or even like raindrops falling on a, a metal rooftop. That's something that we don't want. We want to have a variation of existing living systems that are interacting with each other. And even in um, myotography in newborns, we can already see if there is the variation of heartbeat not varying enough, this unborn child is in danger. So this is um, technology that is still used. It comes from the 60s, but still tells us about the unborn life being already in this rhythm, in this variation of existing systems, bioregulatory systems that help each other by straightening out each other's weaknesses and um, comforting each other's needs so that the whole system can be strong enough and being in an equilibrium in, an, in a hemostasis to work appropriately and to make our existence enjoyable because we don't need to have bad emotions or bad habits. It's just something we are told by mass media, for example, but we have to keep our eyes on ourselves, on each individual, on each other, because we are a matured society where resources play a role and where we have to concentrate how it's fairly changed or shared, sorry, shared, and where everyone can have can be part of this living miracle of existence. And um, I hope with bioregulatory medicine, the world is going to change their attitude as well. And as I said earlier, the COVID crisis hopefully will create other minds thinking differently, finding a way how to approach problems we are facing for the future in a different way, find solutions instead of um, insisting on the problems we are, um, that they, they are occurring through our existence because there are so simple ways in just looking at our systems, how they work together and how they love harmony and how harmony can even heal. Such a simple element in or one of our elements in the treatment protocol we are applying to the patients here at Paracelsus, that makes already a big difference. Being welcomed, being cared for, being supported, being carried for a while, letting go or achieving the ability of 
detoxing their emotions or just having a hand or shoulder to cry on. So that makes a difference in even um, medical care and approaching the weak and the person in need. So there are many people that come to the clinic and see this um, approach as their last hope for healing and betterment. And um, the world could be such a better place for each of us if we just would create an environment to each other that's not hostile and doesn't give us an impact to get sick um, because of you know, negative um, impacts on our health, feeling and emotions. And that will have an impact through hormones, through bio biochemical reactions, to our metabolism because it's such a big interconnectivity between the tissue, the organs, the body, the mind, our genes, you know, as our soul or as our um, expression of being a soul at, as well. And um, that can be influenced by epigenetic um, milieu treatments. So, um, yeah, basically, um, even you are now miles away, thousands of miles and being in isolation and travel regulations just stop me from being in your studio, which I would love to be because I've heard you have a second one now just established, which I'm very thrilled to hear because that will enable us to really spread the word and to really bring the message out that more people can benefit from what um, um, generations before us have already known and we just have modified and modernized them and uh, combined with the latest technologies. So um, yeah, I hope that answers your question. Oh God, that answered so many questions. I'm sure it raised a lot for a lot of people. The, the three highlights that I wanna make from all of that was the regulation, the regulatory, the um, veritability rather. You talked about veritability and I can't, with what you said, I can't be remiss to talk about Sanda Soul for just a moment, who is our sole sponsor, which is from Austria. And what Rasmus Scout Bergenhausen has done is taken heart rate variability. He converts it into light and music and plays it back so you're in complete harmony all the time with yourself. And the reason I chose Sound of Soul to be the sole sponsor of the beats from my heart to yours, you have exemplified perfectly because all the things, I firmly believe that bioregulatory medicine needs to be the foundation of our medicine, not the last ditch effort. Not that I've shown up in Switzerland at one of the great clinics there and said, please save my life because everybody in America has given up because they don't know what to do with me. It needs to be the foundation. The first thing we go to is what herb, what oil, what emotion do I need to release so that my body can go back into alignment and not wait till it's so far out of alignment that it takes tons of experts to get it back into alignment. And there's, a, there's so much there. And to that end, we are so happy to hear that you are coming to the States perhaps next September to start teaching the Academy of the Swiss Biological Medicine Academy uh, through the Marion Institute, I believe. And you know the thing about Dr. Plaus and about the people at the clinic and why my, my husband and myself have been so successful in our clinic, we're not medical doctors. We, we are what we call medical intuitive biological investigators. We're very intuitive, but we investigate everything in a regulatory approach. 
I am a licensed massage therapist, but I don't really work as a massage therapist, but I do train a lot of massage therapists. And we are really aware that without this knowledge that we've been able to gather for the last 16 years from folks like yourselves, and we've been able to uh, align with other practitioners that we can use in the United States to get all these aspects done, the gift, as you said, of being able to watch people feel completely out of control and on six, eight, 10 medications when we need them. And yesterday I had the gift of one of our long-term clients coming in. I hadn't seen her in five months. It's the longest we've ever gone in three years. When she walked in, she was on six medications and she walked in yesterday, <laughs> I'm gonna get emotional, and said, I have not felt this good in I don't think my entire life. Coronavirus has been a gift for her. It's given her the time to spend the time purely on herself. She's happier in her, in her family life, in her job, takes less supplements than she ever has, and has had less therapy because she learned how to do breath work. She really learned about the science of yoga. She really learned how to let things go. And she's no longer dependent upon us and our centers. And that is a beautiful gift. I love seeing her, but the goal is I don't want to see her so often. I want her to realize she's got that power to heal inside. And we've been gifted. We're about to open up a second center in South Carolina. We haven't quite done it. We're waiting for business license and that kind of stuff. But it, it's an aspect of what we do to really get people in that parasympathetic state, that deep healing state, because that's what we've learned more than anything from the biological approaches. Let the body get in the parasympathetic state and back off. Let it do its job. I mean, once you get rid of the dental influences and the scar influences, which are blockades to that healing system, but we are so excited to have you all come and teach us in the United States, because I know that whether they are practitioners or they are clients, this, this podcast is going to get out there. This is the knowledge that people needed to hear from a medical doctor and a dentist speaking about energy and flow and life force in a way that is eloquent elegant and precise and scientific to realize that this is not woo-woo, y'all. This is not woo-woo. There is a science behind all of this, and they are here to teach it to us. And we have so much gratitude for that, because without you all doing what you've done, we would not be able to have helped and empower the people that we've been able to empower in the last 16 years. I mean, my husband's been doing this for 30. He just didn't understand the science until we got hooked up with the Paracelsus Clinic and started to really learn this science and all the different aspects that you can be involved in from being a tech to a practitioner to a clinician, depending upon licensing, that helping people from every aspect of their life to make this the foundation. Okay, my, so my soapbox is over. I know that was a long rant, but you have brought up so many valid, amazing points, Dr. Klaus. I, I just, the gratitude that we have for you for being able to teach this. I, I know people want access to you. I know that. So you can find him at the Paracelsus Clinic. And he says it better than I do. Lechmuel, Switzerland. It's just north of Zurich. It's a beautiful, if you've never been to Switzerland, I think we can actually fly to Switzerland now. I highly recommend it. And you don't have to be desperately ill to get to the clinic either. You can actually do it because you just want to feel better. And you go there two, three weeks later, you will believe a different person. I can guarantee you that. So Dr. Plaus, is there anything else you want to say to the world in regards to bioregulatory medicine, European biological medicine, you, whatever? We are so thankful. Yeah, sure. Just I want, want to share with you 
It's one hour east of Zurich. Um, oh. Saint Gall is close to Saint Gall, so it's not north. Just okay. geographically right, because Europe is so tiny. If you go north, you will hit um, Scandinavia very soon. So um, just get close to the Austrian border. The right. river line forms the border to Austria, and we are very close to this area in a little alpine village, um, which you can um, imagine with the sound of music. You know, it is. Over to Switzerland. This is exactly the way or with where Heidi came into existence. So everyone who wrote the books can imagine the pictures that are waiting for you. Um, a wonderful lake and north of us is Lake Constance. So we have it all, just like Lake Tahoe, uh, a little bit less um, mountainish, but still we have the um, snowy peaks as well and depending on the um, season, of course. But every season is enjoyable here. Who likes the winter time is very welcome because it's very relaxing and um, easy um, snow adventure. And for those that like ski sports, we have Davos, Lek, and many other fancy places close to us, close to our doors. So um, it's a really good atmosphere. I just wanted to add, we are living in a very conservative area. Um, the women's right, rights to vote have been given very late in the past century, but this should not um, put any fear out because we're still a very democratic country um, where every voice is heard, specifically the ones of minorities. This is why biological medicine exists in Switzerland, because we have the privilege to be supported by the government and our people, because they see naturopathic modalities are important to um, exist and to survive. Yeah, just recently, we had a um, new movie coming out explaining our spiritual healing atmosphere in the oh. canton of Appenzell, which is called Zwischenwelten in German, but it's the interference between the worlds, you know, spiritual healing, the body-mind concepts already existing in uh, uh, many aspects here for um, many years, and it's uh, a tradition to support it even by the government. So um, we are very happy and privileged to welcome any one of you one day and um, and if they can deal with me in Switzerland, you can be promised they can deal with you. I, I definitely felt that a oh, woman just got the right to vote when I first got to Switzerland 15 years ago. And it has changed drastically in the last 15 years. I would say that as well. But, you know, they handle this. They can handle you, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. And not to mention the missile therapy. The missile Mistletoe, therapy. yes. Oh. Is very, very well. We could do it. Can we do an entire show on mistletoe? Because I, you know, people don't really understand the benefits of mistletoe, I don't think. And my father having Hodgkin's disease and having had cancer seven times, that's how my story started and why I got involved in this because I didn't want to get cancer. And I think if people understood mistletoe in this country, it'd be a very different environment, you know. And uh, we have so much to talk about there, but I, we, we've, We've definitely gone a little longer, but I know that everybody's attention has been held because the wisdom that you've poured on everybody and the questions I'm sure that you've brought up for them and 
we encourage you to reach out to the Paracelsus Clinic and to Dr. Frank Klaus. They're very good at getting back and uh, responding to any and all questions and emails. We've worked with the clinic for well over 15 years and it's always been an incredible experience and we've learned so much from all of you and continue to and we thank you so much again and so happy that you're the medical director there and we are so happy that Dr. Rao is finally retiring and enjoying his life because he has worked his hiney off to get us all and keep this and hold the space for this medicine in so many ways and we appreciate him for that. Yes, I have nothing to add, and I'm also very thankful being able to yeah, share his path for so many years, more than 16 years now, and um, now the family can grow to the next generation, and yeah, I would look forward to even people that would like to work with us and cooperate and find a working environment as enjoyable as here, because that's where the cradle of every positive emotion is, because our working time is our lifetime, and or parts of it at least, and we should do it with passion, and emotions can be involved and should be involved as well. And I thank you so much for um, making this happening today, and I'm so thrilled that, um, yeah, we might be able to talk again about some other topics like the mistletoe. Uh, I can't actually wait to um, share this information with you or many others. So um, yeah. We'll, we'll schedule that as soon as we get off. Let's schedule that because I think that would be great. Yeah. So, thank you. And um, yes, I'm going to continue actually not renewing, but I'm going to continue the teaching with the Marin Institute. I have been also affiliated with for a long time since the early 2000s. And um, yeah, I love what this institute does to us humans, to the world, and it's um, very worthwhile to support the ideas of yeah, making the change. They always had a conference uh, called the Change. Right, right. And, um, the Bioneers Conference. The program, yeah. And I right, really exactly. want to thank Michael Baldwin and Margie as the co-founders to keep their friendship and to continue believing in biological medicine. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm glad you brought them up because they have been the foundation, again, holding the space in the States and making all of this, funding all of this to be happening for us, investing in the future of medicine in this country. And now is a time when the, the medicine is finally changing. You know, I really do feel that. So again, Dr. Plus, thank you so much. Make sure to share this video with others, share it on every platform you can, please. We want to get this word out there. We appreciate that. You can hit the subscribe and you'll see us next time on The Beats with Kelly at 9 a.m. on Sundays and always at replay on Spotify and Apple. And we'll see you next time. Thank you all. Thank you.